Dan Dick out here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Today, just a quick overview of some of the pre-draft projections for Gonzaga players that have put themselves in their name in the NBA hat. Obviously, we've talked about this on a number of occasions. Uh, Chet Holmgren was pretty much a foregone conclusion the second that he decided to uh, go to Gonzaga that he was only going to be there for one year. We've talked in depth about Drew Timmy and, and the positives uh, and opportunities there are for him to stay in the NBA draft, as well as the positives for him to come back to Gonzaga and withdraw his name from the NBA draft. I would imagine that is going to be uh, a decision that many Gonzaga fans are going to be waiting patiently or maybe impatiently uh, to hear what the decision is. But quite honestly, at this point in time, um, I, I, I don't see uh, any news coming uh, in the near future. I had a chance to, to talk to Coach Coach Few over the weekend when I saw him. Uh, we touched on a few things, nothing in, in depth uh, in regards to any of these guys. But um, I, I just I think uh, people are going to have to be patient in, in waiting to hear what Drew Timmy's news or thoughts are. And then you've got Julian Strother, who declared for the NBA draft, who I said, uh, I think it's a great opportunity for him to get in front of NBA scouts, go through some workouts, uh, see where he needs to improve in their eyes, see where his opportunities uh, to, to really kind of focus on may be. Uh, but I do expect Julian Strother to be back with Gonzaga. And then Andrew, Andrew Nemhart. Uh, unfortunately, um, if you were holding out hope that he was going to stick around for and use his fifth year of college eligibility, that's not going to be the case because he's now declared for the NBA draft three times. When you've done that, you've exhausted your eligibility. Um, I do think Nemhart is going to create uh, an opportunity for himself. Not sure if he's going to get drafted, but I think he's one of those guys that's talented enough, skilled enough, and, and from what I've seen, determined enough. Uh, to, to be able to carve out an NBA career. But just wanted to quickly kind of go over uh, six different um, pre-draft websites, mock drafts, and where they have guys. Uh, and, and I've said from the start, I didn't think Chet Holmgren is going to fall anywhere below three. And in my personal opinion, uh, I do think he's the number one pick in the draft. I do think that uh, – depending on who gets that first pick when the lottery occurs, uh, which is in a week or so, um, it, it might solidify some things because NBA rosters very rarely want to be redundant with, uh, you know, kind of their feature, their, their core type of players. Uh, so if a team has a, a versatile skilled force or five and Chet Holmgren is in the mix for, for a pick by that team, Maybe you see a, a team move a guy. Maybe you see a trade getting picked. Um, uh, that's that is all in the realms of possibility because there's so much unknown in the NBA. I think the other thing to really keep an eye out and think about um, is everyone here in the states is so focused on college players that you lose sight of just how many international guys have put their name in the draft and how many of those guys are, are truly capable uh, of being drafted. There's a, there's also the G league ignite guys. There's two or three guys uh, in particular uh, that I would imagine are going to be picked in that first round for sure. Dyson Daniels being one, the other being actually a Washington product. Uh, Marjan Beauchamp looks like he's probably going to go around that 20, uh, 20 to late first round mark. Um, 
you know, in the first round as well. So there's lots of guys that the average fan doesn't know about, but trust me, the front offices have scoured it. They're, they're searching, uh, they're, they're gathering Intel and, and scouting reports on every single possible player that could be drafted. But uh, you know, that's a thing that may impact some Gonzaga players uh, like Estrada, if he stays in the draft, Andrew Nemhart, uh, or Drew Timmy, if he stays in the draft is that second round, um, do their representatives, their agent, if they stay in the draft, tell teams don't draft him in the second round. We'd rather be a free agent because that happens many times. Uh, sometimes it's better as a undrafted free agent rookie to be able to pick the team that you want to go to for summer league uh, and try to carve out a camp invite as opposed to being a second round pick that team has your rights. You're at the mercy of what's already on their roster. Um, so there is a little bit of a cat and mouse game in that second round um, for, for guys. But uh, the other thing is many organizations use that second round to take flyers on super young players that uh, maybe declare for the draft and, and they're not ready in any way, shape or form, but they're getting draft on their their potential uh their opportunity to become a great player uh, and then many many teams also kind of do the hey i'm going to take a young european guy somebody that nobody's ever heard of if he works great if not no big deal he's going to be happy playing in europe in his home country or or somewhere near his home country um in those slots but let's take a quick look at at uh nba draft net this is the only one in the mock drafts, and this is a, a, a website kind of a panel that's been around for 20 plus years. So they're, they're one of the originators in the mock draft. Uh, they are the only mock draft that I have found that has Chet Holmgren out of the top three. Yes, that's right. The top three, they've got him at number four. They actually have Jaden Ivy of Purdue going at number one. Uh, I think Jaden Ivey is a tremendous player. I, I, if I was a front office, I, I would not hesitate to draft him, but not at number one. I don't think that's that's the pick. Uh, so that's an interesting take that they've got Jaden Ivey, Van Carroll, and Jabari Smith ahead of Chet Holmgren. Because, I, I again, I've said it. I don't see Chet Holmgren dropping below three. Um, Van Carroll and Smith have some definite strengths to their games that that are of appeal um but it would be hard to go away from chet holmgren staying with nba draft.net julian strother is not on their board as a first or second round pick neither is andrew nemhart but drew timmy comes in at number 59 so a late second round uh possibility according to nba draft.net moving on to cbs sports uh gary parish one of the the best insiders out there a friend of mine um doesn't have Strother, Nemhart, or Timmy being drafted at all in the second round, but he has Chet Holmgren as his number one pick in his latest mock draft. Moving on to the ringer, which when I looked through their analysis, they had great write-ups on, on their first round projections. Um, some of the best and most in-depth write-ups that I've seen uh, were done by Kevin O'Connor of the ringer. Um, so I think this is going to become one of the, the uh, sites that I kind of go to, to really kind of dive in and, and read about some guys. Um, again, you got your unknowns, but he kind of seemed to really dive in and understand and know these unknowns fairly well. But uh, again, the only Gonzaga Bulldog on their projected draft board would be Chet Holmgren. 
and he's at number two in their projected draft. They've actually got Jabari Smith of Auburn being their number one pick. So um, not a single bulldog besides Chet Holmgren in the ringers mock draft. The next one, uh, an interesting one, NBA draft room. Uh, I didn't look at their first round selections because um, they had a number of great lists in, in regards to European prospects, under the radar prospects, second round guys. Um, so I apologize. I did not write the note down on where Holmgren would lie, but again, he's not falling out of the top three in my estimation, but the NBA draft room site was great to me because, um, they, they had a good list of second rounders and they went fairly in depth uh, on some of these second rounders. Strother was not on that second round board. Drew Timmy was not on that second round board, but Andrew Nemhart was on the second round board for NBA draft room. He was projected as number 53 and going to the Boston Celtics uh, in their mock draft. So um, that's an interesting one to see. That was actually the first one that I have found with Andrew Nemhart uh, being in a, in a mock draft in either round. Bleacher Report, one of the, the, the best uh, and most in-depth sites out there. Um, with their mock draft, they've actually got three Zags in their mock draft, in their most recent one. They've got Chet Holmgren at three. They have Julian Strother for the first time I've seen on a draft board at number 59. And they have Drew Timmy at number 52 on their draft board. Uh, and when you look at where, and Andrew Nemart is not on that mock draft, but when you look at it, um, that's the, that is the kind of category I would imagine and expect to see Strother and Timmy at if, they stay in the draft. And if they were to get drafted, um, you know, those late second round picks is when you start understanding and seeing, um, you know, typically you go for youth and potential, which Strother would fall into that category. Cause I honestly, I, I would consider Strother a freshman last year because of uh, he didn't play much as a true freshman because he was behind Kispert and Iyayi and, it, and he really didn't get a chance. But as a, as a sophomore, when he really had a chance to play, he shined, he showed a lot of growth. Um, and I think the potential is the word with Strother right now. Uh, and then, so you can go that route or you can go the experienced route, kind of your proven uh, player. And that's what I think Drew Timmy is in a lot of these uh, NBA evaluators eyes is he's a proven low post scorer. And their question mark comes is, can he do it against second unit bigs in the NBA? Could he be a uh, come off the bench, uh, low post presence where we throw him the ball three, four times in a, in a hurry, see if he can get something going. If, if he does great, we're going to ride with him for a seven, eight minute stretch um, you know, to give our, our, our front court some some breathers. If not, he's going to come out and they're going to go play small ball. So that's kind of the way I see uh, Timmy kind of being looked at at this time. Uh, but Bleacher Report with three zags, three zags uh, in their latest mock draft. And the last mock draft that I wanted to take a look at today was USA Today's mock draft. They had Chet Holmgren at number one. So of the six that I looked closely at, Two of the six have Chet Holmgren as your number one pick. Uh, Julian Strother was not in their mock draft. Neither was Andrew Nemhart, but Drew Timmy was at 51. Excuse me. Andrew Nemhart was in the USA Today mock draft at 39, which is the highest that I've seen him. As I mentioned, the, the first one that I saw him in was the NBA draft room. Um, but Andrew Nemhart at 39 in the USA Today mock draft. 
and drew Timmy at 51 in the mock draft. Now with the, the talent of the teams that Gonzaga plays throughout the year, uh, there's a number of guys that Gonzaga played against throughout the course of the regular season uh, and in the NCAA tournament that are scattered all over the NBA draft board. Jalen Williams from Arkansas, who they played in the Sweet 16, uh, he's all over that late to early second round. J.D. Davison of Alabama, he's the same thing. I've seen him as high as probably 16 and as low as about 40. So that shows you kind of the variables of many of these mock drafts. But again, it's the eye of the beholder for one team. If you catch the eye of one team, uh, and you get drafted in the right position, you've got a chance to really have a lengthy uh, and, and lucrative and, and great NBA career. Um, uh, Paolo Bancaro, uh, I have not seen him fall below four in any mock drafts either. Very similar to Chet Holmgren has talked about as, as, as a big time um, prospect ever since the day he stepped foot on campus. Uh, Mark Williams of Duke, A.J. Griffin of Duke, Trevor Keels of Duke, who Gonzaga obviously played early in the season. Those guys are, are all in, in uh, every mock draft that I've looked at. A couple surprising ones and a couple unique ones, at least to look at in WCC from a WCC perspective, is Jamari Bouye is turning some heads. Um, he's had a number of pre-draft workouts for individual teams so far. Um, last I saw, he was getting invited to the G League combo, which is uh, you've got your NBA pre-draft combo and then your G League combo, uh, or excuse me, combine, which is just a slight step below it. Means they really they want to get a closer look at you, uh, but they probably don't project you as a top forty-five-ish pick at this moment. But for Bouye to be uh, invited to that, that's 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 a great sign that that he is rising up uh, a lot of evaluators' kind of draft boards. Um, but he was in two of the uh, six mock drafts that I looked at. He was number 39 in the NBA draft net, and then he was 46 in the USA Today. So pretty cool to see um, Jamari Bouye, who Gonzaga had some problems with at times um, because he's such a talented scorer. Uh, and another WCC product from San Santa Clara. Uh, six, seven, six, eight wing Jalen Williams was actually in USA Today's mock draft uh, at 58. So uh, he just finished uh, another spectacular season. I, I think he is an NBA player. Uh, I think because of uh, him playing in the WCC and not for Gonzaga, uh, that's impacted team's ability to really kind of judge and gauge what he can do. But I think if he gets in pre-draft workouts, his skill set, his size are, are going to help separate him a little bit. Um, I would love to see him uh, make it in the NBA, but I'd also love to see him come back, uh, bolster Santa Clara, uh, continue to help the rise and the prominence of the WCC, because he would be probably uh, the favorite to lead the league in scoring next year. Now, in regards to who's going to be the favorite for uh, player of the year in the conference, uh, that, that's a toss-up. If Drew Timmy comes back, he's the obvious choice for uh, player of the year in the conference preseason-wise next year. But lots of good things going on uh, in the world of the NBA mock drafts for WCC players, and in particular, uh, Gonzaga Bulldogs. So, for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, I'm your host, Dan Dickow. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, and review. And don't forget to send in your questions for our epic sports bar question of the day, where we will release those on Wednesday during the ISO's Mailbag Wednesday episode. So take care. 
Make it a great day.